Hi, everyone. This is Catherine Adams. And Elizabeth Wallace. And you're listening to Binary System Podcast number 284. And this week, we do not have a Night Vale episode to recap, but we do have a Laura Olympus episode to recap. Finally, we finally know what the forum people were losing their shit about, the people who had paid for the Fast Pass. Oh, my God. So big spoilers. <sighs> Giant spoilers. First of all, we should probably start out with the weekly Sibrap! Ting, 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 ting. I have a plastic glass of wine. And I have a little bit of Dad's bourbon with some club soda. Yeah, there we go, yes. We are actually recording in the same space once again. We are in North Carolina, Mm -hmm. in the mountains of Boone. Very nice uh, Airbnb that we rented with the whole family. Really nice. You did a good job finding this one. Thank you very much. Yeah, Yeah. and I'm so glad that it worked out. The owners seem to be very nice, or the rental agency seems to be very Mm -hmm. nice. But yeah, it's it's been really lovely to get back up into the mountains again. Mm -hmm. I always want to spend more time here. Yeah, it's also nostalgia, because this is where we went to school. So we did a trail the other day, the Green Knob Sims Creek Trail. And Um, uh, we're a little bit internet famous, I guess, because of the fact that we started a Facebook page for that trail and were the current administrators of it. Yep, so. yep. There's uh, people who we don't actually we, we don't actually know. We've never met them and they've liked the page. I'm like, that's as far as I'm concerned, that's a sign of success. Yeah, yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. that, that's as much internet famous as I've ever gotten, I yep, think. Yep, oh. there we go. So uh, anyway, yeah, mom and dad are doing good. Hannah's here. Nathan was here for a while, but he had to go back and work for a bit. So he's coming back later this week. It's fun. It's nice. Just days where we just like go for a hike and maybe go get lunch and come back and take a nap and read a book and then make dinner, and then we record an episode. (laughs) That's pretty much the uh, vacation up to date. Yep, there we go. So... Laura Olympus. If you have been listening to this podcast, you know that several weeks ago, the forum people, especially Pomegranate on Twitter, were talking about how they were losing their minds over the latest FP, which is FastPass, and we knew we had three weeks to wait to find out what they were going crazy for, and this week, we finally found out. So the episode starts with Hades going in to confront Zeus about the fact that the media is asking questions about Apollo getting to marry Persephone. Yeah. And and he's like getting in his face about it, and Apollo's there. And Apollo's like, Yep, because it's true, because you've played house with Persephone for long enough. Oh, so he God. always assumes. I don't understand why he thinks he can call the shots when it comes to Hades, because Hades is a level above him, I think, oh, yeah. in the Pantheon. Yeah, he is. But what he's got on his side is. Zeus did tell him, as it turns out, that he would think about it. And that's because Apollo had brought Demeter as a present to Zeus. And so Zeus was telling, later on, he tells Hades, you know, it's like, I just told him to get off my back. You know, that's all. I didn't say yes, because even Poseidon is just kind of like... No, Poseidon knows that Hades really likes Persephone. Yeah, yeah, and Zeus knows that Hades really likes Persephone, but I also think, one, Zeus has an ulterior motive for not wanting Apollo to marry Persephone. Yes. I don't know if he honestly thinks it's a bad idea, if he doesn't want to get on Hera's bad side, because mm-hmm. Hera's obviously not in favor, or if he really thinks there's something to this fertility goddess thing, which would probably mean that he's not really eager for Hades to marry Persephone either, just in case a brother can overthrow a brother using this particular myth. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Is that one of the reasons why he's going so crazy about prosecuting Persephone and making an example of her? Because if he's punishing her, she can't marry anybody? 
That and there was that flashback a while ago to him bringing one of his lovers down to Demeter's realm and wanting Demeter to hide this person from Hera and Demeter getting his face and saying, you said the last time that we did this was the last time. Stop cheating on Hera. I think in a way... Zeus does take that personally still, and also because this huge act of wrath happened and nobody told him about it, and nobody asked for permission, and everybody covered it up afterwards, he's also taking that personally. But uh, I'm worried, because when he tells Hades, it was just to get Apollo off my back, it's not going to happen. I do feel like Zeus blows with the wind sometimes, and if he thinks that it might be a good idea for Apollo to have Persephone, he's going to say yes anyway. We really can't trust him. No, but what we do know is that, of course, when Apollo made that dumbass comment about you've been playing house with her long enough, and you see Hades going into his total, like, full immortal god mode with all, like, the shining blue eyes and the dark face with the stars, and he says, you've been brutalizing my wife for months. Don't think I haven't fucking noticed. And that was what the commenters were losing their minds about. Uh, he's my wife. My right? wife. Now, he said he misspoke. So I think a few people were hoping that maybe Persephone and Hades had like eloped at some point. But yeah. no, he's just, that's how much he cares for Persephone. Yeah. And that's how much the two of them have bonded. And they have been enjoying themselves in his house. They were cooking at one point. Yeah. And she was like teasing him about the fact that he wasn't rolling out the pasta correctly or oh. something. It was just, oh, they're such a perfect couple. And Hades is obviously smitten as anything. But he did say, I misspoke. Yeah, he also did look just a little appalled at himself. Yeah. I mean, he was stuttering, too, which, of course, he's had a stutter in the past. So mm-hmm. uh, if anybody's thinking, it's like, well, he was making some assumptions there, wasn't he? He did look really embarrassed about it. So I hope he... I don't think he would try to strong-arm her into anything. No, definitely not. But um, And then Zeus throws Apollo out of the room. Mm-hmm. And he just, you know, because Apollo says, well, yeah, I told the media that because that's what you said. And Zeus said, you need to leave if you're just going to antagonize my brother you don't get to hang out with us and apollo storms out this is bullshit so he's such a frat boy really he is a lot of the commenters love the fact that zeus specifically told him to piss off which is awesome but meanwhile you've got persephone having a conversation with her mother and as we suspected persephone last episode confronted her mother said what's this about fertility goddess am i one whatever and of course her mother never answered the question and she even tells her at one point you're too young to be worrying about this just let me handle it. And Persephone points out, I'm an immortal being. Do you know what Hermes was doing when he was a baby? He was stealing cattle and making handcrafted musical instruments, which (laughs) I've read that myth and that was very cute. It is absolutely true, too. That's exactly what he did. Yeah, as a baby, that is what he did. In fact, I think he even stole the uh, cows from Apollo. I think he did. And some of the commenters were, they were loving that, that he stole them from Apollo and it's true to the myth, but they also just loved the picture of baby Hermes on the cow's back. He just looks so gleeful. It's adorable. <laughs> Great little picture there. But. but, I mean, Persephone tells Demeter, you know, Apollo seems to think that I'm a fertility goddess and that that makes me valuable to him. I don't like other people knowing more about myself than I do. Yeah. And Demeter's still not coming across with anything. She still seems to think she can protect her daughter by keeping her ignorant. Yes. And I'm not a mother, so I don't know mm. what sort of, like, 
internal negotiations go on when it comes to letting your children grow up. But that doesn't sound like the way to do it. No. She also, I mean, Persephone kind of baited her. I think she knew that this fertility goddess thing was a pretty big deal, but she kind of told her mother, I just don't see what the big deal would be if I was a fertility goddess. Like, what's the big deal about being able to grow a few extra carrots? And her mother just looked kind of like shocked and appalled. And Persephone's like, okay, so it's more than that, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It is. Yeah, it she is. got that out of her at least. But there's, there's no time. They had like 15 minutes and Demeter wasted all of it and they get taken into court. And Zeus starts the trial and tells Demeter and Persephone that they are being charged with an unauthorized act of wrath mm-hmm. and that a public defender will be assigned to both of them. And Persephone is kind of like looking side-eyed at the public defender who looks kind of skeevy, at least his yeah. smile did. And she says, I want to nominate my own lawyer. And Zeus says, well, you refused my first instruction to report for the trial, so you've waived that right. And there's a, a like a look between... Persephone and Hades, and they've obviously planned this already because she quotes the chapter and verse of the bylaw that means that since she only found out about the trial taking place 72 hours ago, she gets to nominate her own lawyer. And, yeah. you know, Zeus is talking to his lawyer, I thought we covered this. And the lawyer said, I'm sorry, it's a loophole. Yep. So, and of course, she does exactly what she should do. She says, I nominate Hades. And Demeter looks flabbergasted. Flabbergasted, appalled, and Persephone just looks so delighted when Hades says, I accept. And I don't know if we mentioned this in the previous episode. Who was it? I think it was the media had been talking about that when they were covering everybody showing up for the trial. The fact that all of the law schools uh, are in the underworld. There aren't any, I don't think there are any law schools in uh, Olympias. Yeah. Sorry, Olympus. So, I mean, that means Hades has got the edge because he's going to have all of the best lawyers. Yeah, and people in the comments were talking about that. They're like, yeah, Hades is the god who judges all the dead. So, yes, all of the lawyers are in the underworld. So it's just, (laughs) and he's got this whole, like, it's not just, I think Hades by himself could do a hell of a lot, but he's got, like, this shark team of lawyers with him. So, and Hecate, I'm sure she's got a whole ace up her sleeve on that one, too. I'm sure, and I know Zeus is going to have the best lawyers that money can buy, but he's not going to have the legal mind that Hades no, has. because and already he's been caught flat-footed just right out the gate. He didn't know about that bylaw. Nope, so there nope, you go. he didn't. So, uh, And I also love Hades' um, bodyguard. Uh, you said it was Electo, the I think Gorgon? one of the commenters, yeah, the, the yellow Gorgon who's with him. Yeah. I, she just, I mean, I love the, the, the suit that they uh, Rachel has drawn her wearing. Mm-hmm. She just looks so professional and also badass. And also, you know, Hades told Hecate that he was going to go talk to his little brother, and Hecate's telling him, don't lose your temper. And meanwhile, Electra's in the background, yeah, go for him. Completely lose your shit. Take no prisoners. It's awesome. She's just, I love all the Gorgons, actually. They're really, I want to see the Gorgon who kind of made friends with Persephone early on. You know, Persephone said something like, and complimented her on being pretty, too. And not only did the Gorgon like her, but all the Gorgon snakes seemed to like her, too. So yeah, it was no. just adorable. Yeah, I, I think that was... I think that particular Gorgon had a crush on Hades, yeah, yeah. and she had just found out about that Hades and Minth had like completely declared their relationship at the time, yeah. and she's she's obviously crushed about it, and she tells Persephone about somebody I like is dating somebody else, and I can't remember exactly Persephone's wording, but she said, well, he obviously doesn't deserve someone of such rare beauty, and I'm like, oh. And she just said it right out of the gate and obviously meant it. Oh, like, oh. it's adorable. Yeah, I want to see more of her. We haven't seen her ever since. No, but, yeah. yeah. (sighs) anyway but yeah and that's 
that was the end of the episode with uh, Persephone looking delighted, Demeter looking appalled, Hades looking a little bit smug, uh, Zeus not looking happy about this at all. No, but, you know. and, and with Hades actually getting in Apollo's face and saying that he's been brutalizing Persephone, we are one step closer to more people, Hades especially, finding out what Apollo did. And yeah. I'm just... I'm really worried that Apollo is going to argue that it was consensual because she said, okay. But if you're like in somebody's power and you think they might hurt you and he did, he, uh, Hades even told that was like his parting shot over his shoulder to Zeus. I think when he said Persephone is afraid of Apollo, you know, and I think Zeus would have to deliberately ignore that knowledge to give. And I hope that, I mean, Poseidon, honestly, out of all three of them, Poseidon is like the best natured out of all of them. He is. I love that the whole scene when all of them are arguing and Poseidon's like trying to do his tie. And at one point, I mean, Hades isn't even talking to Poseidon. He's still talking to Zeus and he just walks over and does his tie for him. Yeah. (laughs) But it was definitely Poseidon was just kind of like Zeus because when he heard that Zeus might have promised her to Apollo, he didn't like that. But now Poseidon knows that Persephone is afraid of him and and I would hope that Poseidon, I mean, Zeus is the king of everybody, so I guess his word is law, but he's going to have to fight against both of his brothers if he tries to get Persephone to Apollo. And we still need to find out how Thanatos is going to react to all this, especially oh with goodness. poor Daphne being stuck in, you know, frozen hibernation, and Demeter's not there to get her out of it. No, it's one more nail in the coffin of Apollo's reputation. God, I just want everybody to know what he's done, all the things that he's done to everybody. Ugh. And now we have to wait another week to find out what happens. So. I know. <laughs> But at least we did finally get to find out what everybody was going crazy. I mean, if you go onto Twitter and search the hashtag Laura Olympus, it's all of these posts with people going, my wife! (laughs) So cute. Oh, my God. So the only other thing that's been going on is that Hannah convinced us all to give Ted Lasso a try. Yeah. So we watched the first, the pilot episode and then the uh, episode right after that. My, it's disarmingly charming. It is. Yeah, it's... So many situations that could be awkward, but he's so sincere and just like he's honestly like he's a smart person. (sighs) He's very trusting, but he's not a dummy, but he's nice, but he's also got like a sense of humor. So every situation that could be like uncomfortable or awkward or awful or whatever, somehow he manages to pull out of it still looking really good. I know. It's just, uh, I, I think we might need to watch episode three tonight. I think we do. <laughs> if you haven't watched it, if you've been hearing people talking about Ted Lasso and going, what the hell is going on? So you've got over in the UK, there is a well, soccer, football, whatever. There's a team and this one woman and her husband, I guess, owned this team and he was cheating on her the whole time and now they've divorced and she got the team in the divorce and she's hired somebody else to take over as manager from him and it's the guy from the United States Ted Lasso who's really most of his claim to fame is this viral video where he was doing this very cute dance when his team won. She hired him specifically because she wants the team to fail. Because he doesn't know anything about, you know, football. And he doesn't know anything about the UK at all. And I don't want to give away anything else from that, but just the idea that when you meet him, anybody... 
people who meet him, they just tend to start to like him. And apparently all the teams that he's worked with in the United States have liked him. And I don't know. I mean, it's like he's got the deck is totally stacked against him at this point. But him and his coach, they have such a rapport that is wonderful as well. They do. I mean, they just finish each other's sentences. I mean, one of them will make a stupid joke and the other one will already know the punchline. Yeah. It's just, oh, yeah. That's also very appealing. Yeah. And, the nasty people, like the wife, the owner of the team, I told Hannah last night after watching episode two, it really illustrates that saying that hurt people hurt people. Yeah. And she's yeah. obviously still pretty traumatized by the fact that her husband of many years was relentlessly cheating on her. Yeah. And now she is trying to kill the one thing that he loved, which was the team. Which is funny because she's obviously, I mean, she's doing some underhanded things at this point, like really underhanded. And yet you just, you see her and you see what she's gone through. And it's like one minute you're going, oh, you're such a bitch. And then you see what she's gone through and you're like, oh, man, I like you and I, I want you to have the things that you want. But what you want is to hurt people. So, yeah, I, I like the fact that they've established her as a really layered character right off the bat. Yeah. Well, so very highly recommend that. Yeah, just I'm, from the I'm first two episodes. the next episode. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really, really fun. But I guess it's going to wrap us up for the week. So make sure to check out pixelatedgeek.com for all the book reviews, the movie reviews, the comic book reviews, the fan art galleries. So I had some news coming up. Uh huh. So we have Comic-Con in San Diego is going to be happening Thanksgiving weekend. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> not planning on going. They are selling tickets soon. They are restricting entrance, of course, because, you know, if you've ever been to Comic-Con, it's so crowded, and that's just, I mean, you get a cold in the Comic-Con con crud just on a regular year, so obviously with um, COVID, they're restricting the entrance a lot, but we still got a press pass. Leland doesn't want it. I don't want it. I'm not thinking Stephanie's going to want it. So far, everybody on our site, we're all like, I don't know that I really want to go. But my friend Alex DeHekishan, the photographer, he has taken so many great photos, and he's been pretty active during this pandemic. Um, he's very careful, but he's been out there. I think he may actually be our representative for Comic-Con. That's so. going to be awesome. I mean, when we went to WonderCon with those EmojiBot costumes, yes. my two favorite photos that we had taken of us, it was the one of the two of us at the railing yeah. that Nathan snapped in full color, and it was the one that Alex took of us where one of us is adjusting the other person's helmet. Oh, he does great with candid photographs. He oh. I mean, he'll, he'll take some posed shots of cosplayers and does a great job, but just getting these random photographs like slice-of-life shots. So cross your fingers that this all works and that comic-con comes across and that it's safe and all that kind of stuff because i already checked with alex and he was planning on walking all around downtown that weekend anyway so he said if we want to give him that pass he can have it and i'm like oh my god <laughs> we might actually have a cosplay photo gallery for the first time in almost two years oh my so, yeah. i'm going into withdrawal oh boy but anyway all that and more pixladygeek.com so we might have a Night Vale episode by... I think now. we will. Yeah, and next time. We will also uh, try and get Hannah in for all or part of the episode. Like, she's not going to have much to do with the Night Vale stuff, because that's not her cup of tea. But, I mean, I'm sure we can maybe talk about all the Ted Lasso episodes that we're planning on watching. I think we only have eight left in the first season, so we wow. might be able to knock this out with them before we lose our uh, access to her Apple TV account. Goodness, so one way or the other, we will talk to everybody in one week. Talk to y'all later.